Next on Rugby Wrap-Up, Dan Power, Brian Ray, and Matt McCarthy on USA Rugby to Glendale. Rugby's return in New Zealand, lawsuits in Europe, and a Major League Rugby mystery guest. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pub. The Murphy Kennedy Group, founded with the idea that construction can be done better. And Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. It is good to see you again. Thanks for joining us. Matt McCarthy in Midtown Manhattan. And I have Mr. Dan Power and Mr. Brian Ray on the horn with us right now. We do have a mystery guest in the waiting room. But before I, I get to that, I want to welcome Dan and Brian. Brian, we'll start with you. Nova Scotia, you get, you're all decked out. You got your Arrows hat, your Fiji shirt. That's the Academy for New Zealand. You're not, you're not wearing black today because this week, Dan Moore... Said he was hanging the cleats up. I'm wearing the uh, the hat as a sign of respect to Mr. Moore. Uh, we won't wear black. This is a moment to celebrate the career of Dan uh, as much as we did cry some tears uh, into the beverage that was swiftly consumed upon reading that information. Dan, you seem busy with your Gilgronis uh, banner behind you. I'm just in the car driving down to the bank to uh, get our captain, Zinzan Yulan Putik's uh, massive signing bonus as you announced you signed for two years today so the captain re-signed so good news for the Gilgronies where it's commiserations for the Arrows unfortunately but yeah headed to the, uh, the National Reserve just down in Denver to start taking some gold bullion down to Austin Texas. Yes he is a player and it's good to see them retaining guys like this and not flocking or fleeing Austin and uh, you got players that want to play in Austin you got players that want to play in Los Angeles and that could be a feed-in or a foreshadowing of who our mystery guest is. I'm just going to throw that out there to try to confuse you guys a little bit more. But what caught your eye on the global landscape, uh, Daniel? The quality out of New Zealand, Matt, for the long layoff. There is some attrition rates with the injury, and I think we'll see that because there was a long layoff. But I've been super impressed with the quality. And uh, for Auckland Blues fans, it's been a long time between drinks, but their time may have arrived uh, the blue in the opening two rounds of the New Zealand Super Rugby. Brian, would you be comfortable down in New Zealand with your elbows against elbows and stuff, right? right because we're from, the, we're from a place where it's affected in a different timeline. But you got to, you know, I guess after a couple of beers, you don't care, right? Yeah, it seems like they've done a pretty good job of managing that situation. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of rugby, a little bit of uh, refreshment in the stands. I think I'd be all right down there. It looks like a good time. Yeah, it was exciting just to see some rugby. Not as exciting as the virtual rugby between the South China Tigers and Rugby United New York, certainly. But it's up there. And, and, and you know, with a little bit of, of uh, work, they can make it more exciting down in New Zealand. They'll get the game sooner or later one of these days, those Kiwis. Uh but you know what caught my eye was the, and I don't know if you guys saw any of this, but the um, the French clubs and the English clubs really in an uproar about the potential of the scheduling. Daniel, did you catch any of that? Uh, I saw that there's a chance that we're going to get some rugby coming back in Europe uh, in the next couple of months. But as always, you can't please everyone with these announcements, can you, Matthew? There's always someone who's going to, have uh, have a differing opinion to someone else instead of just putting the game first and organizing a schedule we're going to have a kerfuffle and there's going to be arguments and disagreements i just don't want to see a major league baseball-esque drag out 
No, no, I just want the game to come back. Just get the boys back out there and get them playing. Yeah, you saw a, a, a warning from Chris Robshaw, the newest San Diego Legion member, about the potential of a civil war that's brewing in England between the owners and the, premier, the premiership and the England, the RFU, and the national game. Brian, any, any spin on that? I think we saw this coming. I mean, we all uh, got the chance to talk to Gus Pichot during that uh, election period, and certainly the concern then was that the European clubs, specifically England and France, were going to uh, control the narrative of that whole global season hopes, uh, certainly seeing where where their priorities lie right now. I don't think it's any surprise whatsoever. So, uh, you know. Uh, like, like Dan says, I guess let's just get him back in the field and get this sorted out. Um, hopefully the uh, powers that be can at least get the international scene sorted out. And if the clubs want to play ball, well, that's up to them. Hey guys, we're going to pause right now and come back with our mystery guest. But watch this. It's really cool. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. And we are back. Matt McCarthy, Brian Ray, and Dan Power, and our mystery guest, who is calling himself Webb Ellis right now. Mystery guest, uh, we know that you're going to dis uh, disguise your voice. Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay, good. Good, very good. I can tell that we're not going to get a lot of information to guests, this is, which is good in the, in the rugby wrap-up. Mystery guest of the day competition. Dan, since you're driving and distracted, you get to ask a question. You don't get to guess in the first round. Brian gets to ask. You ask again. Brian asks. If you think you know who it is, we'll stop it there. But if not, we'll continue. So, Dan, while you're distracted driving your kid to his birthday party, what's your first question? Mystery guest, what's your name? <laughs> My name is, is Webb Ellis. What's he doing? Don't worry, Johnny. In your okay. face. In your face, yeah, our... I just, I just wasted a question. Thanks a lot, Webb Ellis. Um, oh, no, that was your question. Brian, go ahead. Did, I thought I got two. You get... You, you, it goes person to person. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Brian? Uh, uh, Mr. Ellis, uh, where do you currently reside? Um, I can't give up that information, mate. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is, this is great. This, this guy is great. Uh... Mr. Ellis, were you indeed around in 1823 when the game was allegedly formed? Yeah, I'm not that old, mate. Okay, so you, would you say you're a youngish, youngish person? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm young. All right, I'm helping this along, guys. I'm helping you guys along. Dan, second guess. Uh, did, did you, uh, did you play in the abbreviated 2020 MLR season? Yeah, that, that I did not. Oh. Huh. Hmm. Oh, geez, this is getting tough now, isn't it? Uh, Mr. Ellis, have you ever played in the uh, front row during a rugby match? <laughs> no, no, mate. Uh, I, uh, I'm a back player. One of the little fairies. <laughs> hey, I'm one of those little fairies, if you, if you will. But uh, Mr. Webb Ellis, um, are you, are you going to be in a professional setup this coming year, or are you, you new to the professional game? Uh, yes, sir, I am. New to the professional rugby game. Dan? Did you get drafted last week? Yes, sir. Hmm. Okay. 
All right. And he's, he's a funny talker, Brian. So were you drafted by a team in the Eastern Conference? Um, I'm I'm not quite sure about that, mate. To be honest, <laughs> may want to learn that pretty quick. <laughs> it's it's sort of it's sort of in the middle, so I'm I'm still kind of confused myself. All right. Okay. Let's see. Um, are you from New Zealand? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> okay. It's not from New Zealand, guys. Uh, Dan, are you getting married this week? <laughs> yes. Okay, I know who it is. Can I guess? All right. No, you can't guess. Brian? <laughs> uh, oh, let's see here. Have you ever met Dan Power? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay. All right. I, I have a question for you. Um, what are you going to do with the generational wealth that you have as a signing in Major League Rugby? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's a tough question. All right, Brian. Dan, Brian, do you, Dan thinks he knows who it is. Uh, so I'm going to let you ask one more question. Oh my goodness! Were you drafted by Dallas? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's the money man, Connor Mooneyham. The inaugural Major League Rugby Collegiate Draft. The Dallas Jackals select. Connor Mooneyham from Life University. The first ever. And uh, the man who's actually, I'm surprised you got him, Mac, because he's due to walk down the aisle within about 48 hours, I believe. So, Connor Mooneyham, what a legend. Third time in, in nine days. I've got and to there talk he, to him. And there he is. Connor, can we get some light on your face? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying. I, I'm working with what I got here. All right, Connor. So, again, I got to ask you, as the number one draft choice, in a professional league in America, how, what are you going to do with that generational wealth that you have just acquired as the number one pick in Major League Rugby? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't know if it's generational wealth, but um, it's definitely an honor to be the number one pick. Well, it's an honor for us to have you here, sir, because you are the – Instant trivia question in this league 15, 20 years down the road. And first of all, congratulations on the upcoming wedding. Thank uh, you. Brian, let's go to you north of the border because you usually have your crap together. <laughs> Connor, have you received any uh, threats from uh, Mr. Lawrence down at Rugby ATL? I mean, they kind of had a uh, uh, monopoly on life players and yourself and Justin Johnson suddenly have been drafted by other teams. <laughs> Um, no, actually, I, I've had a lot of my old, my previous coaches reach out to me and just, um, you know, tell me how much uh, they appreciated having me on their squads in the past and, you know, thanking me for the past years. So it's been nice. Dan, what did you, how'd you rate the uh, Kiwi accent? Oh, that, that was going to be my question. I'm like, who have you been listening to, Connor? That was dreadful. Yeah, yeah I am so bad at accents, so... Well, mate, I've, I've spoken to you, what, now three times in the last week. So I want to know how angry is your wife getting that all this attention during the wedding period is now being focused on rugby? Yeah, so uh, she actually just left with her mom to the Airbnb, and I was having to say goodbye like five minutes before this call. So it's kind of like there's a lot going on. Hold that thought, guys. We're going to take a quick break and come back 
with Major League Rugby's first ever number one draft choice, Connor Mooneyham, right after this. We are back. Uh, it's a pleasure. Matt McCarthy with Dan Power and Brian Ray and our special guest, who was a mystery guest up until moments ago, Mr. Connor Mooneyham, the number one draft choice of the Dallas Jackals. Connor, are there Jackals in Texas, yes or no? There are many Jackals in Texas that I know of. Are you prepared to answer questions about Texas history? Let's go. Sam Houston. Or was it Sam right. Houston? It's definitely Sam Houston. All right. Circle gets the square. Brian, Dan, have a question about Texas history for him? Because that was it. That's all I had. Uh, Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones went to what college? Oh, I'm not a Cowboys fan, to be honest Thank with you. Thank you. Thank so. you. I, believe right. I have no idea. Razorbacks. All right. So, Connor, exciting time. Exciting moment. Right? You, you know, not only do we have professional rugby here, but you are sitting by the phone. Was it, you know, Dan was doing the show. Walk us through what it was like for you. That morning, I got a call from Elaine and Alan, and Alan Clark, and uh, they told me I was the number one pick and that I was going to be receiving a call shortly from Dan and from Danny. And that's just kind of how my morning went. That's <laughs> uh, pretty cool. Connor, I just sort of asked, you mentioned, uh, you talked to uh, Alan Clark and Elaine Vassie there. Uh, Dallas, I'm assuming you're going to be playing for Dallas since they've drafted you. Uh, they've just got Lee Radford as well, a rugby league, pretty prominent rugby league coach over, and he's going to be coaching defense. Are you, uh, you know, are you looking forward to working with what is shaping up to be a, a pretty experienced uh, and impressive coaching staff? Oh, for sure. Um, just earlier this morning, I was looking up some of Lee Radford's uh, highlights on YouTube. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm super excited as I've, I've stated in a few other interviews, um, Elaine and Alan were actually the only, only coaches that had face FaceTime me during the whole process of, you know, leading up to the draft. So, um, just that personability and, and how they've been working with me through everything has been great. They, they show a lot of concern for, for my fiance and, uh, and our living conditions and everything. So the whole process has been awesome. So a couple of get-to-know-you questions for people that don't know you at home because, again, this is a first, right? And it's our job to make sure that people know who you guys are because you deserve the recognition. How did you start playing? How old were you, were, were you when you were first introduced to rugby? So I was 12 years old when I first started playing rugby. I had known about the game growing up just because my dad had played at San Diego State and on a few clubs in San Jose. And he thought that 12 years old was the right age just to kind of let me dive in. I was a smaller kid, for sure. Um, I didn't really hit a growth spurt until I was like sophomore in high school. So I was playing scrum half, just kind of getting whipped around by all these older players. But um, yeah, I, I, just, I just fell in love with, uh, with the game, especially playing for Sierra Foothills over in Northern California. So you could, in a pinch, Maybe play a little nine? <laughs> those, those days are long gone. Uh, after playing scrum half, I, I moved on to 
to play fly half and fullback and, uh, you know, later on played some wing. All right, so uh, professional sports, do you follow them? Are you 49ers? Are you San Jose Sharks? What, what, what's, the, what's the deal? I am a Sharks fan. Okay. So I'm a Sharks fan and I'm a Raiders fan. Ugh. Yeah, so that, that move to Vegas definitely hurt. <laughs> well, uh, it's shame on you because they've moved a thousand times. Yeah, but but growing up in in my city, you were either a big 49ers fan or you were a big Raiders fan, and the 49ers fans definitely outweighed us. But my dad is a huge Raiders fan, so I just kind of been following in his footsteps. So you A's or Giants? A's. Ooh. Oh, yeah. your dad. We're going to have to sit Bloody him ball. down. Yeah. <laughs> well, I should talk. I'm a Mets fan. But, okay, let's get back to the rugby. Uh, why Life University? Life University, uh, they reached out to me. Um, I, I was thinking about going to a few schools after college, but then uh, when, uh, when Dan Payne reached out to me and he, he said that he could offer me a scholarship and he gave me kind of a personalized tour of Life University, I just kind of fell in love with it. I had a few teammates who were going there at the time that I'd played on the Texas high performance team with. And uh, yeah, I just, I was kind of like this wide eyed young kid. Yeah looking to play rugby at the highest level. So, And, Dan, we all know what it's like to be charmed by Dan Payne, the chiseled Hollywood looks guy. Uh, I, in fact, I, I'm enrolling at life next year because of him. <laughs> He's a, it's a powerful man with a very, very powerful influence, but uh, great influence. And I, Connor's not the only one who's had his, you know, life change for the better from, you know, Dan Payne, Scott Lawrence, Colton Carriaga down there. Great program, I believe. Uh, it's the best represented program in Major League Rugby with potentially 17 graduates in MLR in 2021 now with Connor and Justin coming out in the draft. So amazing job down there from all involved. And, you know, you just named three guys, three hard-nosed American rugby players that are now helping develop American rugby players, which is an exciting aspect of that too. Yeah, and you, you can't forget about Tui Osborne. Up there Ooh, with sorry, Tui. My bad. Never forget about Tui Osborne, buddy. Never, no, ever forget on. about Tui. This, Tui, this wasn't about you, Tui. Brian, uh, you got a similar university, like life for Cal up in, in Chirana or Nova yeah. Scotia or Vancouver? What do you, uh, what's the closest? I, I think most people who've heard or looked at all, any Canadian rugby at all, knows about the UBC Thunderbirds these days who are, uh, you know, at one time it was UVic, but UBC very much uh, the leading school, just our factory churning out uh, Canadian prospects, Canada 7s, Canada 15s. I mean, they are uh, an impressive program. So, And I think, uh, I, I don't know the result. They, they play Cal uh, Golden Bears just about every year in that world, they call it the World Series or whatever it is. I don't actually know who won this past year. It might have been Cal, but uh, pretty good rivalry there. I know UBC has won a, a, a quite a few of those matches. I love the name Thunderbirds, too. Quality name. Spot on. I'm not going to get yelled at on Reddit for saying that. But uh, hold, hold with us for just one more segment, Connor, because I want to come back and we're going to talk about USA Rugby going to Glendale, but we also want to talk about your ideas on the Eagles. So we'll be right back after this. been blind since I was four, and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think's on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn. 
jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. And we are back with Mr. Brian Ray, Mr. Dan Power, and our, our mystery guest, now our guest of honor, I guess, is Mr. Connor Mooneyham, the number one draft choice in Major League Rugby for the Dallas Jackals, the, the expansion Dallas Jackals. And guys, some news out of the USA Rugby camp. Uh, Rugby Town USA is back in the game. Uh, maybe limping a bit, but they're going to have that uh, Infinity Park and Glendale, Colorado is going to be the home base for the Eagles 15's men's and women's program. Dan, what's your take on that? You're, you're a local product there. Yeah, it's all the announcement come out. It's, um, it'll be an interesting one. I still think the tier one test matches will be taken to, to bigger stadiums. You know, like we saw uh, Houston have a lot of success with uh, the Scotland and Italy, Italy game. And uh, Ireland was out there at Red Bull not too long ago as well, Matt. So, uh, without knowing the intimate details of the deal, it's hard to really dive into it and say it's a good or a bad thing. I mean, I think you've got two entities that really probably needed each other at this point with Glendale pulling out of you know, WPL, which was a big shock to me, actually, uh, ditching the women's program. I thought that was actually uh, worse than the MLR announcement. We kind of knew that there were some issues there with the Major League Rugby, but WPL, that was a big one, which was quite surprising. So uh, we'll see. We'll see if it, if it benefits and gives the opportunity for young, you know, men like Connor and young women to further their, you know, international experience. And I'm all for it. But the proof will be in the pudding, I guess. But Brian, you know, Glendale is a pretty ideal location for any of the Canada USA matches. There's a lot to uh, to like about the deal. Certainly, um, you know, having a centralized place they have access to. It's a great facility. We all know that. But uh, you know, I I, I kind of have to echo what Dan says. It would be a heck of a lot nicer if they still had an MLR side and a WPL side playing out of the same stadium. Then yeah. you'd really have the best of both worlds, as they claim. And I just wonder how, you know. Uh, the, the, the Glendale side produces numerous uh, players on, that, on the women's Eagles and, of course, on the MLR side. We've got some of the uh, men's Eagles as well. How are those players going to uh, feel going back to Infinity Park after how they've kind of been treated in the last few months? So it's going to be an interesting uh, dynamic there. It's like going to see an ex with her new boyfriend or his new girlfriend. You know, that's what it's going to be like. Not that I've ever had to deal with that. <laughs> Connor, let's get back to you. Uh, USA Rugby Nations team. What do you think? You you uh, you on the radar? You want to get on the radar? Uh, what's the story I think, there? I think uh, me making that collegiate all American roster last year um, definitely helps with getting me on the radar, as as it does for any collegiate rugby player. Um, you know, just being there that week last year during the summer, it was about this time last year when we were in Glendale um, and being able to train with, with the Eagles team was, you know, it was, it was awesome. It was a great experience. And you're, you're playing in a position that's not exactly easy to crack the rotation because there's a lot, you know, it's not, it's not fly half. It's not scrum half right now. And it's not tight head, which are the positions that we are looking for the most, right? Would you say? So what makes you stand out as a player? Would you say? If you had to sell yourself in an uncomfortable situation like I'm putting you in? Uh, 
a lot of work ethic. Um, I give a lot of my credit to my old teams and my old coaches just for helping me go through work ethic. Um, you can see it in, in my highlight film, just how, how much I love the game and how hard I'm willing to work during any circumstance. Um, and uh, yeah, you can, you can always just count on me to give it my all in every game. You're a guy that's uh, one of these new breed of players that we have on the American landscape, as you said, playing since you were 12, straight up till now, and now you're drafted to play in a professional league. Do you, did you have any professional players that you looked to across the globe or, or even domestically? Um, so I got to play with quite a few of them, actually, at Life University. That's, it was just a huge privilege, um, you know, being able to train with Shawnee, Sean Davies, you know, Cam Dolan with, uh, with a bunch of these guys, AJ McGinty, um, you know, good, good names right there. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of great athletes, great players, you know, you can learn from, from all of those people. And that's what I did. Do you have a favorite, uh, all-time rugby player star of all time? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. When I was a kid, it was definitely my dad. Um, that's cool yeah I, I loved watching his games we would we would always drive down to uh, to San Francisco and we would we would play some games or he would play uh sometimes getting a few yellow cards a few red cards here and there he's he's kind of a he's a wild player for sure but uh I definitely looked up to my dad growing up um as as one of those those highlight players in your dad's defense, they were a lot faster with the cards or the, the penalties against the, back then. He was, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't his fault. Gentleman. He was a gentleman. He was a gentleman with yeah. some, you know, what's up with that, sir? Use your good eye. Is what exactly, yeah. Yeah. All right, before we let you go, guys, uh, final thoughts for Mr. Mooneyham. Dan? Excited, buddy. I think we've, we've talked enough in the last week that uh, we can take <laughs> a couple of weeks off now. Enjoy the wedding. Um, very obviously that's a huge moment for you personally so focus on that now and then take a few weeks to enjoy your wife and then rip into preseason training and make sure you turn up nice and fit i know you will appreciate take it. a few weeks to enjoy your wife was what he just advised you i would say no take a lifetime to enjoy your wife my friend yeah i was gonna say I- <laughs> you know, but you have to read into what dan says dan is saying this because this there's going to be some bad blood because you're not a good brony and you're in the same state. That's probably what that's all about. That's the way I'm reading into it. I see a conspiracy where people don't see it. Tell Mark Cuban and Donnie Nelson that uh, that Lamborghini comes in that nice green and black decal. He's got himself a fan. Boom. (laughs) King Jackal, Dan Power, Brian Ray. Uh, One last quick question from me. Uh, What road game are you most looking forward to playing, and uh, why is it uh, Toronto? <laughs> why is it Toronto? <laughs> uh, Toronto was a great team last year, for sure. Um, I loved watching their backline. Um, uh, it'll it'll definitely be fun playing against any of my former teammates. Um, there, there's a lot of them everywhere. We're all spread out. You know, we got people in NOLA, people in at Rugby ATL. Well, at the Free Jacks, um, just all spread out. So that'll be that'll be something fun for sure to be able to catch up with my old friends. I want to thank you guys again for your patience and your resilience and your quality because you are a quality people. Matt McCarthy on behalf of Mr. Dan Power calling while he's driving his car with his kids in the back seat. <laughs> Mr. Connor Mooneyham, the 
number one draft choice, first ever for Major League Rugby. That, that's a big deal. We're happy to have that. And, of course, our friend from north of the border who actually lends some class and some facts, Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News. Thank you, gentlemen. On that note, Matt McCarthy for Rugby Wrap-Up in Indiana, Pennsylvania, but looking like I'm in Midtown Manhattan, signing off.